how many hours per week do you do you think I typically spend watching TV shows? Oh, uh, all of them. Um, all of the hours per week. I would say probably over twenty. Really? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think it's at least well, I guess, two to I three on weekdays, and then on weekends it's like five or six. No. You know I'm right. You just <laughs> how many episodes of Firefly did you watch yesterday? Seven. <laughs> what is Firefly? What is Firefly? It's a fantastic TV Firefly? show. Oh my god. Oh my god. Get the memes ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, I, I'm not gonna do that. Just I've never heard someone say that. So I don't know what that is. Maybe okay, closer that, that, to thirty hours a week. What? Do you do you work more <laughs> or less than you watch TV? I work more than I watch TV. It's mm. probably pretty close on a weekly basis. <laughs> do you? No. On the weekends, that's now, now that we have Chloe, there's your no average time. is bumping up on the weekends. I don't. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I regret bringing this up. <laughs> fact. Ten to thirty-five. I think facts aren't feelings. Hey, welcome to Test Talk, episode 223. Uh, Rob is trying to talk over me, but he forgets I can just mute him. Oh! <laughs> How dare you, first of all. So, welcome. It's the four of us. I am no longer sick, so I'm back in my great behavior. Previous glory. Brittany has missed me being normal. No. Yeah. No. Uh, Rob and I are playing chess. He has gone first already. We're going to talk about some movies this week some television and i think that's about it so what have you guys been up to this week um we went to the chocolate festival yesterday oh yeah you mentioned that yeah, last week that was pretty it was actually really cool there was um like chocolate companies small and large from like all like over the companies world Companies made out of chocolate yeah right. <laughs> it's like willy wonka's dream <laughs> was there how many companies were named after like willy wonka shit None. None, thankfully. I yeah. think that trope ended a long time ago. Respect. Well, yeah. some of them did. Okay. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Um. So yeah. So we uh got some chocolate that's from the Philippines. Ooh. Well, it's not technically chocolate. That's cocoa. That's the Vietnamese one. Is it's um it's basically dried fruit and, and like. Not that I, oh, I thought. No, no I know, but I'm talking about the Philippines. Oh, the, the, the other bananas. ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just so. want Madeline to talk. Well, I will, I will relinquish control. <laughs> so, no, it was really cool. It was neat because, um, like, there were a lot of small-time companies. Like, the guy from the Philippines, he was, like, had just flown in that morning. What the and, fuck? Yeah. And, I mean, he was like, oh, I only take cash. And so, like, Robert was, uh, what, what do you have, like, 200 bucks in Yeah, cash. 200 bucks yeah. in cash, and then that was it. Yeah. So, I thought that was pretty cool. And then, um, just because you actually got to see, like, you got to fi- get chocolate from places or tr- I guess try chocolate and support businesses that like you normally would not have the opportunity because he didn't even have like an online store. Um, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's crazy. What was your favorite chocolate? Both of you? I think the banana, the, the Philippines, he, he had these banana chips. It sounds so simple that we're just like dipped in chocolate. But I mean, if it's good, it's mm, good. It was really good. Sometimes simple is the way to go. That is true. What about you, like Bobbert? Really quiet. Wait, which one? Oh, I'm down below. Never mind. Don't mind me. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Yeah, so she's uh was having a brain st- 
brain fart there. With the, uh, <laughs> I almost had a brain stroke. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's like, she's like looking at the top one, like, why am I not moving? Because like, <laughs> he always tells me I'm talking quiet, and then I'm looking, and I'm like, that's so weird. There's this little tiny blip. Rob, did you have a favorite chocolate, or did you not try too many? Um, I think my favorite <laughs> was um, the one I actually ended up buying, and actually the most expensive one that we bought. Um, part of the, it what sold me on it is a lot of the chocolatiers there will. Um, have a lot of samples. You can try all different chocolates. Like you have single origin chocolates, or you know um, stuff with like fruit added to it, whatever. But this one booth was they had single origin. They added stuff to it, but they also walked you through the process. So like here, this is whatever. It's got this, this, this. And you're gonna taste it in this manner. And I was like, oh. And as I did it, like it was like spot on. They actually knew what they were talking about. Wow. And it wasn't just one of the random booths. And a lot of them were pretty good, but just in general, like, they really knew what they were selling. And so, like, they really cared about their product. And so, one, that was nice. But then, two, it was, like, it was actually really fucking good chocolate. Yeah. So, uh, we ended up getting... Like, like Guanaca... No. Guajillo uh, yeah. pepper. Um, it's got, like... It's the, got hibiscus. And then a, a jasmine green tea other one but there's They're, like four in the even in the the one with the chili i mean there's like hibiscus in it and there's like three other ingredients that yeah. like you look at it and you're like how can this be good and then like she described she's like so first you're gonna get like this um you know like light spice from the pepper and then she's like and then you know you're gonna feel this and this and then on the back end you get this like nice florally hibiscus and yeah. so and it was wow. like completely accurate where normally it's you know like they'll have all these like descriptors on there or what is in the chocolate and you taste it and it's like yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome that's yeah. so cool we, i wish we we uh we ended up leaving pretty quick um but uh i wish we had stayed later in the day or, or gone later because they have a lot of like learning events there yeah and, i saw like, that on the website they have like scheduled events like the entire weekend yeah. like every yeah. hour is like booked up with different like labs or just like <laughs> topics about chocolate i was like jesus this is a whole production yeah yeah they did they they uh they know what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a really cool event. Um, I highly recommend it. Anybody who wants to go, check it out. If Next the, year, uh, PNW. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Next year probably be easier than this year. Just gonna say it. Um, Unless you but, yeah. can time travel. If you can yeah. time travel, then you're Gouda. You guys do anything so. else, or is that the big big event this week? Mm. Uh, oh, we saw that movie yesterday. That we'll talk about later. I guess yes. that's not exciting. <laughs> the thing that we're talking about later, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's good. We did see, we did see oh, a movie. Oh, we did our dog training today. Ooh. But we didn't. Yeah, we're, um, we're probably going to take Chloe to dog training maybe the end of this month. Yeah. Nice. She's just, uh, she's too, what'd you call it, Brittany? Niche reactive. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Is that what you guys are dealing with? No, no, no. no. Ours is just general. No, Pesto's obedience. a good dog. <laughs> no, he's Well, not. okay. He, so he's, he's, he's good. Except for um, he gets kind of gnarly, like around sometimes, like and it's just we want to kind of temper that behavior. He's so uh, mouthy and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Chloe's usually fine. It's just when she's on a leash and there's another dog, it's just she loses all self control. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that happens. So that sounds funny. Yeah, I got off leash and there's a dog. She just walks up to them and like sniffs them and she's calm. But when there's a leash involved, it's like yeah. the force of the universe is holding mm. her back from smelling his butt and she's upset. 
Th- so I, I, then I'm I want okay to propose, I want to ask a question to you guys. So if your dog is losing their shit like that and someone else is walking by and their dog is calm, do you expect that person to stop and wait for you to continue like walking or do you? Um, I, I hope that they just continue walking past oh. me because I also try and just like yeah. contain so, Chloe like, and walk it as a past. teaching yeah. moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, because yeah. we also, um, we haven't done it in a bit, but we uh, did a couple times bring treats with us and stuff. Uh-huh. And we would like make her sit when we yeah. saw a dog right away. Like before mm-hmm. she saw the dog approaching, we would get her to sit and stay calm and let them pass. And she would start mm. whining, but she would like oh, yeah. nice. sit nine out of ten times that she would actually do that. Oh, but nice. Yeah. Trying to just like desensitize her to seeing dogs, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really stuck with her at this point. Yeah. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, I mean... When there's another owner with a calm dog, I'm usually just like, I'm sorry. Like, she's just excited. And then I just, I just. very understanding yeah. and they keep walking. Yeah. yeah. I usually just try and walk by as quick as I can. Yeah. Or nice. try it. As long as we're on like. A yeah, wide enough like room. path. A wide yeah. enough path. Yeah. And if yeah. it's the apartment complex is hard because it's very like. Tight. You're all going the same space. Everyone's place. going the yeah. same yeah. way. That's a small space. So I just try to like take her like off into the road and away from the dog. Yeah. Come leave her in the road. Yeah. Yeah. Destroy my animal, please. She just gets too much and I don't know. It's hard when everyone's going the same way and it's hard to leave them. So aside from dogs, how was your week, Britt? Uh, I sliced my finger open. Hell yeah, you did. That hurt. That was Friday, making some potatoes with the mandolin. You just, you wanted some extra chunk in that one potato slice. I almost passed out. (laughs) I yeah. also had only had like an apple that day. I came over or I came home and you were just like sitting on the bed, like facing the wall. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, are you okay? No, I don't want to ever have to go to a doctor. So yes. aside from that, how was your week? I don't remember. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I'm sure. How was your week? Uh, it was good. I uh, finally recovered. Um, <laughs> I am studying like crazy. Because last week I was trying to study a lot and I couldn't. Um, but I'm studying because I have my exam on Tuesday. Ooh. By the time this episode is posted, the results will be done. Well, no, if you're a lawyer. They'll be, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah right. They'll be set in stone. So I'm just studying for that exam. Uh, work stuff. I um, play D&D. We play D&D on Thursday. You did not. No. Um, but we played D&D on Thursday, which is good because we haven't played D&D since just before you started school. Yeah. So it was a really, it was a really fun session. Yeah. Um, Sounded like it. I enjoyed it. A lot of role playing and players falling. Tens of stories, essentially. Oh, sorry. Um, and then I played Bloodborne for the first mm-hmm. time last night. I played that for about two hours with you on the couch giving lovely commentary. I don't even remember what I said. Uh, it was just all in the moment stuff, but. I beat the first boss. I created a monster of a character. What was hey. his name again? Uh, so, context. <laughs> uh, no context. Just tell them the name. Yeah, context. tell us the name. No context. It's nothing bad. It's just there are what's called origins in Bloodborne, which determines what your starting stats are. And the first origin is Milk Toast, just because it's the bland. It's just you get average stats all around. And so Brittany was like, oh, make your character named Milk Steak. And so I did. It's so funny when you explain it. Yeah. Uh, but then I changed my origin. So my origin isn't Milk Toast, oh. but my name is still Milk Steak. But that's steak. lame now. <laughs> I didn't know 
I think I switched it, and you're like, "Oh, don't name it milksteak now." And I was like, "Oh, too late." Did you get a side of raw jelly beans? <clears throat> no, that's uh, that's what I get when I beat the game. Got it. Okay. That's that's what's keeping me going. That's the yeah. light at the end of this tunnel. That is a Souls game. Oh, it's a good, it's a good combination. It's a winning combination, you might say. Yeah. Jelly beans. Yeah. And milk. Yeah, raw. Yeah, raw jelly beans. Do you not? No. This is awkward. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I can talk about Bloodborne when I have more hours into it, but yeah, that's been my week. Are you guys ready to get into topics? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want us to talk about JoJo first, just so we can get that out of the way? Yeah, let's let's do JoJo and uh, Bo Jackman. Be Jibbles. Be Jibbles, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, light spoilers for JoJo Rabbit. We're bringing it, because there are definite spoilers for this movie. Um, so, Rob and Madeline, I don't know if you want to avert your ears at all, or just... I don't want to spoil mute our, anything. We, 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 we okay. can mute ourselves. For no, a second. we're not going to spoil anything. We're not going to okay. spoil anything, then. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, no. uh, Brittany, if you want to lead it. I have given it two days to like sink in, and I would say it's probably my movie of the year so far. Mm-hmm. It's just... What brought you to that conclusion? I keep thinking and trying to find something I didn't like about it, and I can't. That's what brought me to that conclusion. Okay. I can't think of anything I didn't like. The acting was great. They're great child actors. The humor was great. Mm-hmm. The story was great. The music was great. Taika Waititi did like a Wes Anderson-y type of style, but not so like, what's the word? Pretentious? So it was nice to look at, but also not very shoved down your throat. Look at me, I'm a hipster. So, okay. I don't know. It was just a really good balance of humor and wholesomeness and really dark elements to a story. Right. Without getting into any specifics because, you know, <laughs> Holocaust. Yeah, I am. Um, I really like this movie, but I'm torn because I loved how short it was. But at the same time, I wish I had seen more character interactions and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, I wanted more Sam Rockwell. Uh, Sam well, Rockwell, well, that would have been awesome. Sam Rockwell and Alfie Allen, because I feel like those two individually did not have too many, like, too much dialogue. No. Whereas I feel like there was a lot about their characters that would have been cool to explore. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, again, not spoiling or spoiling anything, the main character, Jojo, mm-hmm. uh, his new uh, friendship. Like, they kind of showed the beginning of that. Yeah. But then they kind of yada yada how they really became closer. Yeah. And I would have liked a couple more scenes with them, like, actually getting closer and, like, the walls kind of breaking. Yeah. Uh, the Hitler Youth Camp at the beginning. So funny. I wanted to see more of that. that but was I, so funny. I really get that they wanted to just kind of, like, get to the story. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a Hitler Youth Camp and a comedy. <clears throat> like, it's funny. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, again, more character scenes with Yorkie. Yeah. Just because every scene he was in was one of the best scenes so like you could you could do with more fat best friend fat nazi best friend so funny (laughs) so best character like those are my biggest gripes with it um and that's what's keeping it from being like a perfect movie to me Mm -hmm. just i don't know if they wanted to just they were really trying to make it a shorter movie and so they wanted to do those montages but i think it could have done better if they explored more of those relationships and yeah. I, I think the movie would have benefited from it so maybe when it's on blu-ray we can get it for like the director's cut or whatever 
Um, so those are probably my biggest gripes, but I agree with pretty much everything else you say. Yeah. I love ScarJo as a mom. Oh my god, she's, I want her to be my mom. She's such a good mom. Mm-hmm. I, her accent was a little off. Yeah, I feel like she's every not great at German accent. I think all the like adult actors' accents were very like loose, loosey goosey. Like Taika Waititi definitely like he was dropping that German yeah, accent. Yeah, you could hear the. Yeah. yeah. And even oh. Sam Rockwell was like, ah. What I liked about at least like Rebel Wilson, she's Australian. So yeah. like she had to really put on a really bad German accent, but I think she leaned into it being bad. Yeah. So that was like funny. Yeah. I didn't look where uh, the actor that played JoJo is from, but I know the girl is from New Zealand. So yeah. I think it's all probably just accented English speakers, mm-hmm. except for ScarJo. She did a great job acting. The accent wasn't great, but. It doesn't it was, take away from no. particularly the dinner scene. I don't know. I liked any other scene where they were just out and about in the town. Mm-hmm. Being I, mom and son. Yeah. So that's cute. what I liked. So like, cute. So wholesome. When she tied his shoes together and said she was leaving him at the bottom of the stairs. I liked it. It was a movie that was perfect for me. It made you cry. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess that's all we can really say without spoiling it, but definitely recommend. Highly Good movie. Recommend it. Out of 10, what? Um. <laughs> Out of 10 butterflies. Brittany is... Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. She's reeling from that. Oh, God. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. That's yeah. It's my movie of the year. So yeah. It hasn't changed over the last couple of days. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a 9. Okay. Very solid film, but my gripes. Why does it seem like all the films that we kind of universally like always seem to have like a fairly low opening week? Like they're not wide releases. Indie movies. Because we're all dirty hipsters. I think it's just oh, because... Hey, I showered today. Wait, no, I didn't. That yesterday. <laughs> oh, you fucking filth. Um, Excuse me. I think it's just because we like movies that tell a unique story or a different story or have a different spin on it. And I think indie movies are where you go to to get those kind of stories all the big blockbusters lately are superheroes reboots live action they're safe because people are going to see it which is great but they don't leave a lasting impact whereas these smaller indie Mm -hmm. movies do i think that's why they're relatable stories told in different ways i don't know if you agree with that rob or if you have a different yeah as i said that i'm like oh shit endgame or uh the yeah, endgame came out this year so shit that is up there for me but as we've seen more of these like um smaller movies like um midsummer uh jojo and joker like honestly i think those have taken my top three spots at the moment so yes endgame did come out but at the same time it's there's been better stuff there's been better stuff and on top of that even within the same universe i enjoyed infinity war better so it's hard to really compare endgame to last year yeah that's true that that's where i'm saying like i'm not saying endgame is bad by any means but it's just again definitely like as the year's gone on and i've seen more movies the perspective of endgame has shifted and so now it's like just slightly lower than what i initially thought it was that's yeah that's that's fair so anything else for it on jojo in movies uh okay so we good to talk about bojack then bojackman Bo Jackman. Yeah, let's do it. hugh jackman's Bo- Jackman. long lost brother horse brother mm-hmm. yeah. you know everyone has one of those yep yeah. that's true so spoilers wait wait, wait. Do- doesn't one of you actually have one of those 
horse brother? What? No, long lost siblings. That was you, Brittany. <laughs> I have right? a long lost sister. Yeah, that's right. Okay. She's really cool. <laughs> I, I was like, like if someone has a horse brother, this is <laughs> brand new to I mean, me. I'm pretty sure she's a person, but I've only met her once. <laughs> Shit, she's a per- she's a horse in a person outfit. <laughs> but did you see her whole body? Yes. Yeah, was she half. She okay, I just short. want to make sure she wasn't yeah. half horse. You know. Yeah, no, she's like Britney size, so yeah. short. But thirty-eight, <laughs> so it's cool. She's Britney size, but older. Wait, yeah. Britney, how, I did, how old? I didn't know they how, made that. How, <laughs> how old are older you? Brittany. How old am I? How yeah. old do you think I am? You're like 35. <laughs> I feel like I'm I like 85, 80. but I am 26. Oh. Okay, so it's 12 years old. Okay, yeah. I'm a little babby. Stop with that dog. <laughs> Sorry, don't 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 mind her. She's just talking to the animals. She's rambling in the background. Stop it! Well, no, because he keeps he keeps hitting well, my yes. he keeps hitting my chair with his butt, and it's like shaking Aww. the chair. <laughs> he <laughs> wants your attention. Yeah. No, he's trying to get light fairies. That <laughs> sounds like he's on drugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. So Bojack, Bojackman. Yes, <laughs> Spoilers: Episode three and four of season six. Yes. Getting into it. Um, uh, show's going good. Uh, it's, as we predicted, day and episode, and then a Mr. Peanut Butter episode. But the Mr. Peanut Butter episode, like we also predicted, wasn't like an entirely devoted Mr. Peanut Butter episode, mm-hmm. which I liked. It had all the main characters involved in doing their own things and having yeah. their own kind of growth going on. Yeah. Um, I really do think that this is the redemption season for BoJack just with his interaction with diane at the end of the episode yeah where he like literally was like no like we're friends like this go. isn't a hostage situation yeah 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 so I, like i feel like season one bojack would have he would have said he was fine but then like go on a bender or something yeah. and make diane stay yeah <laughs> so actually house situation they would just yeah he's evolved <laughs> he realizes that his own failings as a, as a horseman yeah he, and he doesn't take it personally yeah he's not she's not leaving because of him yeah she's leaving because of her own things and bojack finally being sober is able to deal with that and be okay mm-hmm. right he's grown as a horseman but mm-hmm. i say that and i'm worried because it's episode four of 16 for this yeah. season so i'm like no 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 no, no. this can't be it <laughs> there has to be more that's going on here there should be more here yeah yeah, but I mean, Rob, how do you feel about the episodes? Still good. Um, really enjoyed the Diana episode. I thought it was really fun to kind of see her be herself, her like free self, and kind of explore like her own challenges. Um, her thing with Guy was inter- it, like started off like oh, this is gonna be kind of silly, but it kind of got like real deep real fast. Um, yeah, and I really enjoyed that. I thought that was um, a good change of pace for the character, and I think it was a good evolution of her character where she's like you know what i don't I, I am tying myself down i am locking myself down because of these other people i feel like i'm that depend on me yeah and I, I, need to, I, I need to think about myself right and i need i need to do what's right for me so i thought that was that was a as a good kind of character evolution did you like uh, the commentary about the white whale corporation yes yeah, that was that was extremely clever i really enjoyed that the whole i, I didn't really like the peanut butter pickles episode Although I do, I do love the the uh, pun there. Um, I I'm just I don't know, not not a super huge fan of the episode as a whole. Um, I think there was good like moments that k- took place. I did enjoy the 
characters, uh, Diane and Peanut Butter, or sorry, Pickles and Peanut Butter, yelling at each other and like Fuck. exposing all of their, all of their um, little fail- like shit. Like you know, you talk about. <laughs> um, how, I lost. How... <laughs> I just, I really fucking blew it. Like two moves in a row. Like I just, yeah. Scorched Earth policy didn't work out so well. God damn. Uh, oh, I just the whole like you you know when you, as as a as a couple you kind of have digs on other people in your wider sphere when they were in the the like, surprise party the way they were talking shit about all their friends in front of their yeah and family yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was great I loved the the, the father of Mister P- of uh, uh, Miss Pickles um Franco like just Franco just like lose is it Franco or Frank it doesn't matter Franco uh, just just Franco losing his Daddy. shit like he's just like <laughs> and then the goat the goat being locked in the panic room with the alcohol. <laughs> That was so um, sad. My favorite was, was obviously yeah. the gas station guy. Yeah. And the guy oh. I met at the gas station once. <laughs> I, he I sucks, think, too. I think that was Weird Al, by the way. Yeah, because yeah. he was credited for something, and I was like, what the fuck was he? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that was Weird Al. Either that, gas station. Yeah, either that or the goat. Uh, but I, it, that was, was fun in a different way, because it was just very much back to the old kind of like on-the-nose on gags. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I much prefer the dynamic, so it was a good good character evolution. But like, it's fun. It's Another on the nose gag, like when uh, Mr. Peanut Butter's parents were hiding and like they were in the picture that was frames. His oh, is his brother Captain Peanut Butter? Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. and they were hiding in the picture frames, but there was no picture. Yeah. And so they were just like standing up. Oh yeah. And, like posing as pictures. Oh no, he plays Captain Peanut Butter, not yeah. uh, oh. the other characters. Oh, that's Weird Al. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That's funny. See, I feel like the exact opposite of Rob. I much preferred the peanut butter episode i feel like i like the return to the old antics and gags and diane's a little hard to like she's so hard to like i'm sorry (laughs) she's very self like very self-sabotaging like bojack but in a totally different way and she refuses Um, to see that that's probably what's more frustrating very self-righteous and it's not she's not trying to redeem herself it seems it's like she's trying to just make the world bend to her but she is growing that's what rob was saying at the end right. where she decided okay i can loosen myself and i can go to chicago i can have yeah. my convictions and still be happy i don't have to try to make the world bend to my will mm-hmm. yeah kind of thing yeah I, yeah that, that, that's why I did, don't don't get me wrong I did, I did enjoy the entire shenanigans took place in that episode so with funny. pickles and peanut butter but i just felt like as a final season like character payoff that was far more valuable to it as a as a viewer. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I see the peanut butter pickles thing building to something but more. Yeah. Clearly they haven't worked anything out. Yeah. Let's that's like uh our relationship doesn't work. Let's have a kid. Mm-hmm. Like kind of kind of thing. I think that's 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 that is to. literally what's happening. Yeah. I'm sure she's yeah. going to be pregnant and then by the end I of the season. I cheated on you. You can cheat on me and then we're even because that's yeah. how you do relationship. <laughs> Your emotions will not get in the way of that. Fuck. That's how we solve problems in our in so normal stupid. everyday life. Yeah. My last thought on BoJack, my favorite gag these two episodes was the Diane episode when they were at a hot dog place and it had like an exterior shot and there was a bull walking down the street with a Chicago Bulls jersey oh. on. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Yeah, I think it was wearing Michael Jordan's, like, number 23. I think that was Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls jersey. It was just a bull walking down the street. Just a couple seconds, that was it. Yeah, there's some there's some good jokes. <sighs> yeah, like Mr. Peanut Butter's ice cream was kibbles and, and, and cream. Yeah. Oh, the whipped cream joke was really good, too. Like, it was really layered. 
um, boba tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like because it was it was it was partially like he loves peanut. Uh, I think it's like how dogs love whipped cream. It's kind of like a trope. Mm-hmm. And like he's like, oh, I love it. And he just like ah, yeah. and he just brings two <laughs> up, like one with one without. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, that was good. There. There's there's project for this week. We'll be back next I'm week with so two more. To finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Two more, there's, two there's more episodes. There's two more or four more? Two more Chestock episodes. Oh, okay. Four more okay. Bojack episodes. Got it, got it, got it. Words are hearts. <laughs> Distinctions. By the time we finish it, the next part will be out. Perfect. <laughs> it's like we wanted that. Who's we? Me. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on with the last topic Pokemon. Uh, yes. <laughs> Dr. Sleep. Hello. Yes. Like, Hello. That's what all of October was building for. Yeah, we saw. And we're in November. The. <laughs> yeah. It's not our fault that they didn't have it released on Halloween. I know. Yeah. That would have been a good call. It was spooky. So spooky. spoilers: Doctor Sleep. It's opening weekend. We already saw it. Go see it, losers. Get on it. It's opening weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that because Rena had already seen it. How? I don't know. Where she live? Because she was telling me here. about it. Here. My boss. She was telling me about it. Like, they, they, they can have, they'll, have, they'll have screenings Just and stuff, stuff like that. Did, like, like a like, Fandango thing? Like how we saw Shazam a week early? She didn't tell me how she saw it. She just was like, oh, you guys will like it. They do this yeah. weird thing with like recreating the actors, but you can tell it's not them. Yeah, you get Spoilers. All right. So let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to hear, because did both of you read the book or? Yes. Yes. So, how did this differ from the book, or is it pretty truthful? Um, it's kind of it's, it's kind of a uh, it, I can go super shallow and say it differs a lot to, in the second half, okay, um, or act the third act rather. Um, but there is a reason for it. I just don't like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Do you want to elaborate? Yes, I would. I would love to elaborate, oh, Cody. I'm sure, you would. So. Um, Rob has go the floor, everyone. Yeah, so I have, uh, I'm doing filibustering uh, Dr. Sleep. So in the Kubrick Shining, he took some creative liberties with the ending of the film, whereby Jack Torrance dies by freezing to death and not blowing up the Overlook. Oh. That has broader implications for the Dr. Sleep film, because, <laughs> yeah. because the director and the writers had to rectify the challenge there of we have the source material and we have the Kubrick film, which is widely praised to, oh, uh, not widely praised. It's, it's praised uh, for its art and style. I would say widely. Uh, just, yeah, okay, widely. Just by not King himself. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, that's fair. So it's, it's widely praised. But there's a lot of differences between that and the novel. And that actually has implications on Dr. Sleep because Dr. Sleep takes what the novel did. And so the latter portion of Dr. Sleep is very, very different, even to what I say, the detriment of the message of the book versus what the film was trying to establish. Um, And who was really the focal point of this movie. Um, My biggest problem with it was the movie became more about Abra and less about Dan. Whereas the book was very much about Dan. Um, And so the the biggest challenge is Dan has a uh, ending that is very different and so he, he dies at the end rather than Dan kind of dealing with his demons from the Overlook, where right. his father was basically his, one of his demons he kind of had to deal with and resolve. And they they try to do it, I think, 
but they don't do it justice in, in in the in the correct way because he ends up sacrificing himself rather than rising above it. So yeah, okay. no, I I would agree that like Danny doesn't really get much resolution, at least not like in your face resolution. Like maybe internally, like with that bar scene he had, but yeah. for the most part, like it's just he just sacrifices himself. So in the book, where does this climax happen? So it does take place at the Overlook. Like the the the, the beats are there from the okay. book, um, where it does deal with the people that are locked away in Danny's head, right? Um, and those those the the, the the hotel being alive, more, so to speak. But it's definitely Abra does not get eaten alive, so to speak, by these these entities. She's Rose. Sorry, yeah, uh, Rose the Hat. She's uh, pushed. She's pushed to her death. She gets eventually. She gets distracted and pushed to her death by these things. Got not it. eaten alive, um, and and Danny, as far as I remember, was never possessed by Mm-mm. the ho- hotel. The hotel, okay. Which yeah, is I a, whole, that was a whole thing. That's weird. I thought that was a very weird thing to add to like the mythos of this hotel. But right. um, Madeline, I don't know if you want to weigh in yeah. on this. There was just like a, I mean, spoilers for the book, I guess. Um, <laughs> like it, so right? He's still a, like here. They don't talk about um, Abra's Momo, her grandma, right? They um, kind of mention it in the movie, but it's yeah, very just offhanded. It's a, but it, it's a it, bigger thing. Yeah, it's a real, it's a way bigger thing. Like it turns out that like her grandma, I forget what's her name, Consignetta. Yeah. Um, so Mo, but like Momo or Consignetta, but she ends up she goes to Dan like before she dies, and that was the thing that killed Rose, though, Rob. So side note, sorry. Well, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 that's what kills her. Kills the true knot. They she dies by being pushed. pushed yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. So like. The grandma comes to um, Dan and is like, basically, Dan and Abra's mom are half brother and sister. So they're related. Okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And then um, when Abra dies, basically, Dan takes in Momo. this black steam. Momo, Momo when she dies. Um, okay. yeah. I was like, that's um, a big turn from the I movie. Know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, then she takes in, um, he takes in this uh, red... Um, steam that's basically like cancer and then he uses that on um the uh, rose. true not the, 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 the non true rose, rose so characters. what are the, oh, okay. what are they called they never i don't know if they the ever true not really, the, yeah they, so they call themselves the true, true not, not when K-N-O-T. they go to um turn snake bite andy yeah okay it's, it's hard to understand what they're saying i just knew because yes. i knew in the book like it yeah. talks right. about the true not the true not but um okay. when uh yeah yeah no because it definitely seemed like there was some deeper connection between Danny and Abra yeah. that yeah. wasn't really ever explained. So it yeah. makes sense that in the book, it's like, oh yeah, they are. She, he is literally her uncle. Mm-hmm. They just don't realize it right away. Yeah, and then like that's what I like. The ending of the book is like, it's like, it, what thirteen? He's celebrating like his thirteenth year of sobriety, and like Woo. they're all there, right? Like the because the dad doesn't die in the book. Yep. Um, the dad actually has a bigger role helping them. Yeah. Get. Abra and Danny yeah. to fight the true knot at the Overlook right. ruins. Yeah. yeah. So and he gets just unceremonious off car- off yeah. uh, off camera death. But a lot of this stuff I thought was actually I mean like like bite was like completely like a hundred percent like follow yeah. the book. Like yeah. with the Andy the snake bite, like that's literally like the beginning when they get her is like she literally, you know, pushes these guys to fall asleep, she scars them and she takes their money. Um, and so that, I thought there was a lot of, um, stuff that they really did follow well, but then at the end we were both like, this is so stupid. Yeah. They definitely Hollywooded it. It's like 
very true to the book up until like the third act. Well, a little yeah. bit. I mean, there because there's a lot of stuff that they couldn't add in. So basically, like Billy was an older, yeah, like African American man, like very old. But, but he that's, was, like, that, that's in, not that's not a huge thing though. Like, but it was because his Billy's boss like, Casey was the one that took dan to aa and was like that as a, as a story know, beat that doesn't matter as much yeah it does one of those I, things like you have to drop the one I thing know. i would say that billy doesn't it, die in the book either Sorry. yeah oh fuck Aww. um <laughs> yeah. although that but, was a good ending for him mm-hmm. uh billy being an older uh black man would be good for danny just because like yeah. his upbringing with uh the chef from the dick Halloran. hotel Scatman. yeah, yeah. Dick, like dick halloran <laughs> that would definitely like add some more like symbolism between Brittany's dying. Yeah. I forgot. During the movie, I forgot what his name was. So I just stood in my head. He was Scatman. And at one point, Danny called him Dick. And I was like, why you gotta be so mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's his name. Yes. As he was Scatman the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Scatman Crothers. Um, but I felt like in the book, yeah. that's why he was so drawn to Billy when he gets to that town. Yeah, um, but in the movie, it's just like, yeah. I'm just here. Yeah. Because he's looking at the train and then they're talking about it and like Dan, yeah. I guess, knows a lot about trains and so and then same with, I thought this was a different um, the um, the girlfriend or not the girlfriend but the girl that he sleeps with, right? Oh yeah, oh, the little. So in the book, what happens is like he wakes up and like he throws up and then like the little he hears a little boy saying "Canny, mama, canny," and he's playing with like the cocaine, and so literally he picks up the cocaine, puts it like on a high shelf. And then is taking the money and then he leaves some of the money. And then what basically what happens is the kid has bruises all over him when he sees him. And so basically what happens is the kid comes back and haunts him and the kid has like its head smashed in because it's abusive uncle smashed his head in. And then the mom commits suicide. And that's and Rose uses that to like haunt Dan. Okay. And it's like, oh, like, think about the little Tommy and, you know, and then his mom couldn't take it. Like, you couldn't, you didn't do anything. And um, so, I don't well, know. I think, it's just a different I think to the movie's credit, that's that's yeah. something you probably want to omit be- yeah. to a degree. I think the hard part when you when you adapt a film that's been adapted differently for the, the previous yeah. for, uh, story, it, it puts the directors and the writers in a weird spot. That being said, I think they could have done a much better yeah. job to follow, I like, like Danny. yeah, because the, really the story. It, you, I really, actually, honestly recommend go reading The Shining and go reading Doctor Sleep because I think it'll shed new light on kind of the challenges this movie had because it really was about Danny's resolution with his father, his abuse, and like his alcoholism and like yeah. inheriting your parents' pain yeah. and like mm-hmm. not knowing how to deal with those, well, not bottling it down. Much. Yeah, well, and literally, that was figuratively. The big thing about why he drank was because he was trying to silence the voices, right? Oh, I, like, I he definitely was, got yeah. that from the movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, what did, I mean, we rambled for the last 20 minutes. What did you guys think of the movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I wanted you guys to finish up and then talk oh. about the actual movie itself. Um, um, so if you guys have any other thoughts on book versus movie, and then we can get into the movie movie. I, I think the writing team and the director Kubricked Dr. Sleep like Kubricked, Kubrick did The Shining. Where yes. He took the media or the material, converted it to a different medium without fully appreciating what he was um, interpreting, and it kind of shows in how the final result of the film was. It's a, I think they're both very artistically beautiful films. And I love what they did with the kind of the homages to The Shining by Kubrick, but I think they kind of missed the overall mark when it comes to these story points and the story beats. Um, Why should they have gotten Jack Nicholson? 
Yeah, that's another question I have. Yeah. Why couldn't like, get Jack Nicholson? Oh that was gosh. so weird. Oh, 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 one other thing. I really enjoyed that they got Rebe- Rebecca Ferguson to kind of mimic the beats of um, Jack. On the stairs. When she's on the stairs. I'm like, that yeah. is fucking, that's, that's good. Not everybody's going to notice that, but that's good. So what I was going to say, my favorite thing about this movie is that this is a very good sequel and homage to mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Like, right. It doesn't, I don't, since I didn't read the books, it seems like there are clear differences between the books and the movie. This seems like it was a sequel to the Shining movie and not necessarily the Shining book. And so I think they did a great job at that. Like the, um, literally the first second of the movie is just that droning tone from the Shining. And it right. instantly I was like, yes. And when they're driving to the Overlook Hotel, they bring that back. There was the scene where Danny is talking to the doctor it's literally like the same room yeah. where Jack was getting interviewed in The Shining. Um, and then obviously all of the different homages within the Overlook Hotel hotel itself. Um, so I thought that that was very cool. And I liked seeing that mm-hmm. in theaters. Um, I think this movie was very long. <laughs> I yeah. felt yeah. it definitely. But by the time like we finally got to the third act and things were happening... I got why they had to do so much buildup and they had to do so much exp- explanation and so much ex- uh, exposition uh, just because it was like, these are a lot of heavy concepts that they were like, you need to kind of get what's going on before we can really move past this. I did enjoy exploring the different powers and really seeing like what the shining is and more so what the nefarious side of it is with the true knots, apparently yeah. like because Clearly, if there are people that are shining that are kind of just like a little more um, neutral with it, there's going to be people that more so abuse it. And so I like seeing that concept explored in this movie. But Britt, I won't. It was spooky. <laughs> I was hiding behind my sweater a couple times. Oh, really? Pretty much like when they went back to the hotel. Just the bathtub lady scares me mm-hmm. every time I, she's not even scary she's just like icky it, just, it makes me uncomfortable and it scares me okay um, she was movie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i liked the homages i guess um i was like torn on the shelly duvall impersonator like sometimes she did such a great job of impersonating her voice and like, daddy her, yeah that that yell and then when i looked at her i was just like you're not her though that was hard. That was hard. I wish since the Jack Torrance scene was only just like him being the bartender, they could have had Jack Nicholson. Do I know. That. And, or the, I was, and then like have a body double do the running scene. Like that would have been so great. I was just confused since it, I was like, okay, so they got a guy that looks like similar to Jack Nicholson. So I was like, okay, I kind of get the reference. But then it's like, oh no, they want you to think that this is his dad. Yeah. And I, like, it took until they had the flashback to, like, his dad running in the hotel. I was like, oh, they want that actor to be Jack Nicholson. And I was like, okay, now I get that bar scene. Because otherwise I was like, okay, this is kind of a cool bar scene. And I get, like... No, that was his dad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I I think this movie would have done better at least in terms of those scenes if they just we know the de-aging technology exists just well i had never thought actually Uh so (laughs) i did like the fact that they brought in jack as a character the torrance character what i I understand is finish chewing you neanderthal i know i'm sorry what i understand is (laughs) why didn't they take a different approach to this because i think it's kind of jarring 
to have not Jack Nicholson play Jack Torrance. What they should yes. have done, in my opinion, is had them stick to the non-visual aspect of the bar interaction, where he has the glass and he's talking, but you don't ever see him. You just yeah. see par- parts of him. That's what and I thought was going to happen. Like you just see like his arm and stuff, and then you just see you and McGregor's face. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like and the then back you s- of his head. Right. Yeah. And then same thing with like the stair scene. Like you see the other perspective of him coming after Wendy. And I still think it has the same gravita as yes. the actually seeing him without that jarring, like, "Hey, wait a minute, that's not Jack Nicholson. This is some, yeah. no, this is some phony." Like, yes. I don't know. Uh, so yeah. I feel like I feel like they, their intentions were good. I just feel like the execution was yeah. not great. I, I get what they were doing, and it's yeah, you tried it. It's just this is so iconic of a movie, and they these characters are so well known for these scenes it's like you, you can't just switch them out it's going to be jarring yeah yeah i wouldn't have even cared if they didn't you know if they kept the mom that they used in this movie but i just felt like that really needed to be jack nicholson yeah. and that was really upsetting that you're just like okay <laughs> here's, like here's some, back some jickelson yeah. here's the walmart jack nicholson <laughs> great value yeah great <laughs> Continue on Got what you liked, Britt. I liked the set design. I think they recreated the Overlook Hotel in a really, really true way. Believable. Yes. I really liked... I know the third act wasn't exactly what it should have been, but I did like the scene in the maze. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really great job with that. Another good homage where they panned out from the maze and it just mm-hmm. fills the entire screen, yeah. which is this yeah. insanely mm-hmm. so large many maze. shots that were just exactly like... Yeah. The Shining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. They definitely definitely um, were heavily inspired by the Kubrick Shining um, kind of theme. Um, which is I, not not for bad or good, in my opinion. I very much enjoyed the whole time all of the astral projection scenes where they were in each other's minds. Mm-hmm. And I thought yeah. that was really strong and really well done. <laughs> when Rosie was flying for the first time and you saw her like parallel to the ground, but the screen was like tilted. I was like, yeah. that's a really cool shot yeah. and like that an interesting take. That sequence where she's doing that and then she gets into Abra's room and then she's in her mind, but then Abra's in her mind. and Yeah. It's like Inception. But yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Was Abra is the strongest or stronger than Danny? At least now that Danny's an adult, right? She's she's stronger just as a general statement. I don't. I, I think on different levels. If Danny was a child, was he stronger than what Abra is now? That's what I was confused about. Uh, no, I, I think the the clearest example is just kind of how strong she was with her powers when it came to like locking rose the hat up in okay. her mind I, I just don't think i don't think danny was there i don't think he's like quite at that level well uh, see okay. i think he was i just think that he never explored his powers like he That's never had be, someone like yeah. kind of like uncle pushing Dan. Yeah, yeah yeah he never had someone he had um, uh dick there but like yeah his his learning and growth was cut off right yeah. as he was beginning to understand it yeah, yeah. so dick was because i mean Off. he was literally i mean i thought that was it's pretty powerful that he's able to lock those like spirits like in his head yeah yeah and just keep i him mean there. yeah danny mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. I but, it, think... but i guess the broader question there is that power or is that a skill because like 
when she's walking around. But I mean, he was pretty powerful. I mean, he was literally able to put him his consciousness yeah. inside Abra. Abra. Yeah. Abra. Yeah. Kadabra. It, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's because even his... Rose made the comment of saying, "Where were you when oh, you yeah, were yeah. little?" Like, yeah, yeah. how how yeah. I not? Yeah, where have you been so, all my life or something? Yeah. I just think yeah. because of the trauma that happened in his life, he just kept his powers inside because even look at it like originally he was just writing on the white or the blackboard right and, and then he was like no he, yeah he's like no you can do this and then he starts speaking with her like telepathically because i just don't think he ever wanted to or ever had the desire or need to um delve in further and he knew right from the shining he knew that when he did use his shining that he was preyed upon by yeah he yeah he drew people's attention yeah when he did that yeah and um kind of you mentioned it where like he had the things locked up in his head it's kind of mm -hmm. like he was weighing himself down with all that like constantly mm -hmm. in his head having to like keep those things there probably yeah. also like limited his shining ability mm -hmm. so interesting interesting yeah. power yeah but I thought it was I thought it was a pretty I thought it was a pretty solid movie yeah I did enjoy it yeah by the yeah. end of it I was I wasn't bothered by the length or anything like that. Yeah. I got it. And yeah, since I think Brittany and I probably benefited from not reading the book at this point. Yeah. And so yeah. we're just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the ending. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the ending. Yeah. Uh, the which third part? act was fine, but when they possess Danny on, I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, same, I know. And there's only like the one eye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was fine when like they came out and ate Rosie, and then when they possessed him, and it was like he made one stop at the boiler room, and then it was just dumb yeah. from there. I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. They had to bring it back to the original shining ending, I guess. Yes. I yeah, thought that that's what it felt like. I feel like Rosie's demise was pretty anticlimactic. I thought that there would be more of a showdown between. I just would have liked like an axe in her head. That was it. Yeah. But I know that the whole point was, like, he locked them up. He can let them out now. Yeah. But then my thing is, like, if he has the power to lock them up and, like, he had the power, he had all these powers, right, where they were, like, in her head and they made her think that she was in Abra's head. Was, yeah. And then he literally just, like, gets overtaken by them. And I'm yeah. like, seriously? I would imagine it was yeah. because he was weak. Yeah. Because he just took an axe to the leg and, like, was thrown down some stairs. And that's why he was mm. like, I can't hold them off. And she took yeah. some of his shining. Yeah. shine. Yeah. So Steam. That's how I justified it in my head. was like, yeah, he's probably not in a good fighting mood nah. right now. It is not lit, fam. That's what Danny was thinking as they <laughs> overcome him, overcame him. Rob. We got any other thoughts on this movie? Rob Lowe, any thoughts? No, um, I did enjoy like the majority of it, so um, I definitely recommend seeing it. If you're a book to movie snob, maybe tr maybe avoid it. Uh, cause yeah, you'll probably be disappointed. It. Don't see it. But, but if you're noobs like us or casuals <laughs> like us, casuals, yeah, just fucking, fucking casuals. Casual. It's spooky and it's fun. Oh. It is it spooky. Spooky man. It was spooky. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I'm, I I'm just it glad. Was I'm just it glad they didn't do the jump scares. Yes, yeah. it was spooky in the same sense that The Shining was spooky, where it's yeah. more just dread. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yes. so, so that was one thing, sorry, that I just thought of right now. I How wish they would have, like, carried on more i feel like maybe i missed it maybe i just wasn't paying attention but like how he got his name <laughs> dr sleep 
Yeah, that they, made no sense to me. Because they, that's because he, they literally... That's a got, bigger thing in the book. It's a big thing in the book because he got his name because he helped ease people, like the cat. He um, did, they did. That was like a scene. They I know, but they never it. talked about him being called Dr. Sleep. Well, yeah, they talked about it in when he was an orderly, and then like yeah. it's never really mentioned again yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. and like well, to is me, he it Dr. was like because he's there with the cat while people are dying. Yeah. yeah, like he helps them through their death. Yeah, that was yeah. the thing. Okay. That's a whole thing. I didn't thing. know if that was the. Point. That's a big. He thing, helps yeah. like put them to sleep. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. you can like you're fine. You're not in pain. That's yeah. then. That's kind of where it's like he is powerful because he's uh, he's like got the pusher kind of ability, right? He's like yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I was wondering what classification those two would be. Yeah. Um, but thing, yeah, he he definitely seemed like a Grim Reaper in like River Sticks, like ferrying people. Yeah. yeah. Well, the cat was like the sign. The cat As always laid on. Yeah. That's been in another movie before, right? I swear, I think I've so, seen yeah. that trope. Yeah. 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 I can't remember. It was bothering me during that scene. Yeah. I was like, "What fucking movie is this from?" It's just like Sorry. Bill Skarsgård still bothers me. Yeah, he was in this movie, right? He <laughs> was the cat. <laughs> yeah. He was in that picture. <laughs> yeah, he was it. Um, one thing that I, Fourth oh, of July party at the Overlook, he was in that picture. Yeah. One thing I didn't like is a lot of the media coverage around the film talks about how like a lot of these characters have like powers. For example, like Snakebite Andy, like oh yeah, she can make people go to sleep. I'm like, it's no, so much more than that. That's not even like. Did you watch the same movie? <laughs> but she makes people sleepy time. Yeah. She's a she, great daycare she did person. Make <laughs> Billy, go to sleep. Oh, I know. The so long sad. sleep, but that's different. <laughs> God, that, yeah. that, that was shocking yeah mm-hmm. i was that like, was expecting him to die at some point but like oh it upset me yeah. i wasn't because was he didn't die in the book and so i was like yeah because it's like oh they won go kill yourself <laughs> nope. mm-hmm. rips so yep. sad never involved the innocent friends they as soon die. as he went on the trip i was like this fucker's dead yeah he's gonna die <laughs> yeah fuck you laughed so hard when the mom called abra after she discovered the dad was dead. Yes. And she was like, oh my God, are you okay? And the daughter was just like, I love you. And hung up. You yeah. so hard. Because I was like, what the fuck would you do as a parent? It's like, yeah. I guess my kid's dead? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just throws the phone out the window. Like, yeah, we gotta get yeah. rid of this. Kids just are like, terrible. What the fuck? You stupid child. <laughs> I'm an adult. Tell me where you are. <laughs> <laughs> past your bedtime yeah god i hate kids <laughs> let's write this stupid movie <laughs> Jesus. I just ruin it for you. uh yes out of okay. 10 uh friendly death cats i was gonna say magician hats mm, out of 10, 10 violets, violets. Yeah. Bites. 10 brutally consumed children out of 10 scat men <laughs> okay ten there we go violets. scat man ten, weather 10 scat men I think 10 scat man is going to win it here. Uh-huh. I'm not rating it that way, but you guys go ahead. Then what's okay. your rating? Get it out of the way. Violets, because it's happy. Mm. Violet, you're turning violet. happy. Why? What happened to her? She got all screamed out. <laughs> steamed out. Screamed out, steamed out. <laughs> Sorry. She gave, Brittany gave it a seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Co- Cody? Uh, I'll probably give it an eight. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, just the technical aspects in the homages i think i don't know it just really got me mm-hmm. i liked it Madeline? i if i am not trying to think about the book i would probably give it like a 7.5 um there's the ending to me was like it was yeah. it regardless. was like it was just like yeah it was almost annoying like we're like is this really like what they're gonna do yeah yeah 
Yeah, I'll get like otherwise. I, I think I can jump on that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, side note: Why were Uh-oh. they so inefficient at sucking up the steam? Like seriously, <laughs> yeah. it was like it was like really <laughs> bothering me. I'm like, it's not like steam is just like something like it dissipates, like because yeah. they're just like letting it go out and up, and then they're all like, and I'm like, man, you, you think gotta... they put like a mask over them? Yeah, or like, it'd be like a you know, a like, yeah, pass like have it, it to like the left or something, like a yeah. bong. I don't know. But it looks cooler. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 7 out of 10. So uh, the average is yeah. 7.5. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, well, no, it doesn't matter. I don't know. What? I, just, I thought <laughs> of the measles thing. It doesn't matter. That, 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 well, I, know. That, that, I know. I know. Okay, so the other like thing. Like in real life? Oh, sorry. No, that's how they all, oh, that's how the true knot started all getting sick because the little boy, or the little boy, Number the 19. girl had measles and gave like, so the grandpa that he started cycling and dying because he had measles. Yeah, because your body can handle it. It's like, like it's like super yeah. measles. Yeah, because they've been alive forever, right? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. They're not immortal. Here. You just live a long I time. I know. Well. I never said you were immortal. Well, live long. Okay, I think that does it. Yep. Yep. Okay, so read the book. Apparently, is the theme yeah. of this episode. Damn it! Yeah, learn to read first yeah. of all. I mean, they make books on tape. Come on. Learn okay. to listen. Do you drive okay, to boomer. work? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> Thank oh. you. I wish I had that. I wish I had the money of a. I think Britney's the boomer. She's the one who like falls asleep at six p.m. She's the one that sighs and rolls her eyes when we make topical references. Okay, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week talking about BoJack and other things. Who knows? And BoJackman. Go to our website chesstalk.podbean.com. We got we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher. We got a Twitter that is used. In theory, that's a lie. Uh, I do use it. I didn't say how frequently I use it, but it is used. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let us know if there's any topics you want us to go over, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.